0: Welcome to Intentional Living Center today. We're gonna just get down to where we live at this Christmas season and uh, face the reality that many times Christmas collides with the expectations of Christmas and the reality of our lives and the challenges that we face. And we are here to offer you some hope. We wanna give you some help, but at the same time, we're just gonna lay it out that this can be a challenging year. And if that's for you, I hope you'll stay tuned or invite some friends to join us here on our podcast. I'm Dr. Randy, here at the Intentional Living Center, along with Jennifer and Stephen. Glad to be with you today. And uh, joining us in just a moment, Dr. Greg Jantz uh, from the Seattle area. Uh, he's going to offer some great help to us as we face some of the realities of this Christmas holiday season. If you'd like to join in, maybe you have a question for us, maybe you're struggling with something in your life, a loss something you didn't expect and you just need some encouragement, let us love on you a little bit. Give us a call, 888-888-1717, 888-888-1717. We certainly love to hear from you. Talking about this difficult time of the year.
1: Kids are 27 and 29. My 27-year-old son, um, we just found out that their marriage of a very short 18 months is over. My son says he didn't see it coming. Uh, his wife refuses to um, go through any counseling. Over the next you know, few days, we just tried to piece together that somehow things were falling apart. I did reach out and send her a text and, and just practically begged that she let my husband and I meet with her and and my son to just love on them and counsel them and and see what we could do to help and her very short response was no, I'm done. And and it was it was hard to know how to pray. It was I, I didn't know how to pray. Something's not right.
0: Dr. Greg Jantz joins me, and uh, he's the founder of A Place of Hope uh, in the Seattle area and has been such a great contributor to intentional living. He's got such a heart and compassion for people and works with so many all across the country and around the world who come to uh, his place of hope there in Edmonds, um, Washington. Uh, we just enjoy having him on with us today. Uh, so welcome, Greg, to the the program. We appreciate you being here.
2: Good to be with you today as well, Randy. An, an important topic as we look at just, for some, the challenge of managing uh, emotions during the holidays.
0: And I think that I played that call. We have some other calls that are coming in and some we recorded. But to hear that mom who has such a love for her son and, and, her, and his uh, daughter-in-law, and now that there's a divorce. We got families who are divided at this season. They didn't expect it. Maybe it's a divorce or something like a loss that's really impacted their life. Uh, w- what kind of encouragement do you give to a, to a family going through a merry holiday, joy to the world season when they're not feeling that? And There's so much stress in that relationship.
2: You know, there can be. And we live in a culture of division and we live in a culture of, of conflict right now. And so when we bring that into our families, everything intensifies. In fact, this is kind of the time of the year that if you're struggling with depression or anxiety, um, you may have noticed just everything feels a little more on the edge. Mm-hmm. And uh, you may have that family member in your life that you just go, I know I'm going to see them, but I'm dreading it. And you're, you're already feeling it. Uh, let me just say, Everybody has somebody. Uh, We just tend to see them more during Christmas or uh, this time of year. But it's also a time where if you've suffered a loss, loss in marriage, uh, a loss of job, a loss of a loved one, there's just a lot of things that come up right now that can re-trigger memories that really make it a difficult time.
0: Which raises the question, like the caller we just heard, you know, Felicia is talking about her son going through this divorce, and maybe they're going to be together in a couple of weeks for the holidays with a son. He's, he's struggling and hurting. What, what do those who are around him do? I mean, do you kind of avoid the topic? Do you discuss it? Do you try to just lift the spirit? What do you do with a hurting person that you're going to be celebrating Christmas with uh, who maybe is for the first year going through a tremendous loss in their life?
2: Yes. I think we do need to acknowledge that something's going on. Nothing like suffering and then everybody around you is afraid to say anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, take a specific time and just let that person know, hey, I know there's a lot going on for you and I'd love to talk with you uh, more about that and privately. Can we talk later or next day? But acknowledge what's that something's going on That's just such a great relief to acknowledge it but make a plan for follow-up if you know somebody just maybe it's the divorce or loss of relationship we don't want to ignore it but um you know christmas day we want to keep the point of focus on what christmas day is about Mm -hmm. then but have a time where you're going to be talking about uh some of the difficult things
0: Love to have you join in. Maybe you have a question for us or a comment, 888-888-1717. we got Debbie on the line who wants to join us in Texas, from Texas. Hi, Debbie. Hi. I appreciate your call. What uh, What's your question or comment about this Christmas season? Let me turn my
3: radio down first. Oh, Debbie,
0: okay. That's a good um, idea. Thank you.
3: Um, I was promised I'm on dialysis, and the doctors told me that I was going to get a kidney. So I told a lot of people I opened up to that I didn't even know, including my family. And then I got a call about a week later and said, no, you're not getting a kidney. Mm -hmm. And then um, I lost 90% of my finances. Um, So it's difficult, but I am a strong Christian. And as I had said before that, I'm a seamstress. And I thought that maybe one way to help me get out of this was to do something for other people. Yeah. So I'm a seamstress. And so I sew. So um, I had made these things for people in the past years at Christmas. And this year, I have trouble with my hands. And so I couldn't do it for everybody. But I thought, well, I already have the materials. It's not costing me anything but postage. So I'm very excited to be able to give to others.
0: And that helps you, doesn't it? probably helps how you see your life and, the, and what's going on around you, to be thankful for the small thing. I'm, so, I'm sorry you're not on the list. We just pray that that list will add you soon. And as we go into 2024, you'll be on that list. I know that's the desire of your heart. But Debbie raises a question I think for many of us, uh, Greg, during the holiday season, we have these expectations. You know, we have certain expectations in life. It may not be something as significant as needing a kidney, but it could be something about our relationship or maybe someone coming home for the holidays and it's going to be a sweet time and when they're there, it's not quite so sweet. Uh, How do you deal with reality sometimes when it hits us in the face during the season? Yes.
2: You you said the word expectations, and we always have expectations. Oh, there's got to be just a a perfect or a certain way. Um, Step back before we enter into everybody coming together and um, expectations and reframe that. How can I be a blessing to others and release um, release maybe some unhealthy expectations. So, change it. How can I be a blessing or service to others during this this, this season, as our wonderful caller, Debbie, just described? Um, but reframe it. Mm. Expectations unmet lead to disappointment. Right. And disappointment can lead to anger, bitterness, And we also, I know, we we, we want everything to be a-okay and great in our our family. I I do understand that. Um, But expectations can also bring in a lot of pressure for things to be a certain way, and you may overpressure yourself. High expectations can create uh, a fair amount of anxiety as well. So just Look at it and go, okay, God, what do you want to do? I want to be a blessing to others. I'm going to look at this differently. I understand there's people in my family who are struggling. I'm going to be available uh, in a new way this year.
0: Sharing with others. That's what you're doing, and God love you for doing that, Debbie. Do you have a support system for yourself to help you through this time? Sounds like you have some real practical issues, finance issues, other kinds of things. Do you have a support system?
3: Um. Well, I, I have I have one sister that I, she we're, we're sisters by choice, and when I have issues, I call and talk to her. Other things, I'm holding off telling family some of my family members till after Christmas because sometimes you know your burden creates a burden on others, and I don't want to do that. I want them to be able to enjoy this holiday season and. um You know, the one thing is, yes, I so supposedly need a kidney, but I have said all along that God's going to heal me before I get a kidney. Mm -hmm. And also I have to say that from my dialysis center, they told me that I'm the healthiest of all of their patients who's on dialysis.
0: Well, that's a positive thing, isn't it? That makes you better to uh, go through the process. I would just challenge one thing, Debbie. You know, if, if the family loves you, they need to share in your 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 loss and your burden. Uh, give an opportunity for some of those people that you love to come alongside of you. I would agree you don't have to broadcast it to everyone, even though you've talked about it on the radio. But even the people that love you, they're even more important. The ones that can put their arms around you and pray with you, encourage you. So I would not try to carry that burden all alone during the whole Christmas season. Find at least a few Maybe on the side to say, hey, I just want to share this with you, not with everyone, so you can pray with me and encourage me because a burden that's shared is lighter a load to carry. And uh, that's what I would encourage. Uh, got some hope? Hey, listen, Donna called and shared with us uh, some hope. I want you to hear this. If we can go to Donna, because uh, I want you to hear the encouragement that she gives going through a loss and finding some hope. Take a listen.
4: I was listening to Randy and he was asking about trusting and faith and our hope. Well, I'll tell you, God has showed me immensely in the last, especially the last year. As long as it's him and I, I'll be okay. The last three years I've lost my husband of 20 years, my father-in-law, my brother, my best friend, and then last November my mom. And I've had seven heart attacks, two strokes, and cancer. And then in July, I lost my home. And you know what? God has showed me immensely that if I trust in Him and my hope is in Christ, it'll be all right. And He has. I mean, when I became homeless, I mean, He did things unbelievable. I mean, to at least get me a place to stay for a couple months, and then just, it's every day. I trust and hope in Him every day. And through Christ, I know that I'll be all right. As hard as it is, I know it will be. And He showed me that. And the more I trust and hope in Him, the more He shows me just how amazing He can be. And the peace in my heart has been beyond understanding, just like His Word says. So, just what I tell you, thank you.
2: This is Intentional Living with your host, Dr. Randy Carlson. Intentional Living is furnished by Parent Talk Incorporated and is made possible by the generous support of our listeners. This program is not a substitute for professional counseling, medical, financial, or legal advice. Intentional Living is not intended to be therapy by radio. We are Intentional Living, and we'll be right back.
0: I think it's important to see that expectations have to be clear. They need to be agreed on between mom and dad. They need to be communicated with the kids. They need to be realistic and they need to be enforced. If an expectation is something that's important, then there should be the expectation that's gonna be completed. And so when we have clear expectations and we follow through, we give the family a sense of security and predictability. Two things that are desperately needed in this crazy world in which we're living today. That's an excerpt from the teaching the month of December on this topic of uh, intentional living in your own personal life, your own personal development. Uh, For members, you received it, of course, here mid-month in December. Uh, And if you're not, come and join us. We just need you to be a part of this ministry to help us close out 2023 strong, move into this new year of ministry. We've got some great things planned in this new year we want you to be a part of. So go ahead and give us a call during West Coast Business Hours, 888 1717 press number 2 to talk to our team, or go to theintentionallife.com. Uh, we're talking with Dr. Greg Jantz uh, from A Place of Hope, and he has A Place of Hope, and they minister to people who come in uh, to have them share a little bit of what they do in a moment. Uh, there in Edmonds, uh, Seattle, Washington area. Uh, And I appreciate his time with us as we talk about this when Christmas isn't quite so merry. You know, we sing the songs, we hear the songs. Some of us enjoy the songs because they lift our spirits and others, it's a reminder of the loss that we're going through. And we're here to give you some encouragement today. We'd love to have you join in. Maybe you have a question or maybe something you have learned. Maybe you've been through one of those seasons in the past and you've learned one thing that you want to share with others. You can call 888 -888 is the phone number. One thing, don't over anything. Don't overeat, don't overspend, don't overexpect. I think at the Christmas season, historically, Greg, we tend to overdo everything, uh, and then we pay for it later. Yeah. So relaxing and really, like you said earlier, enjoying the reason for this Christmas season, and enjoying why we celebrate Christmas in the first place is really well, a critical yeah, thing. It is,
2: and Randy, you use the word... Uh, overuse, and I think of the word overindulgence. Mm. It is so easy. We overspend, we overeat, because, uh, well, I'm supposed to, I'm celebrating, or I'm feeling lonely, because loneliness can really emerge during uh, this time as well. And so, I eat my way through it. Um, And I'm so glad you mentioned that. We can make a decision now uh, and I don't mean it's easy, but I'm going to make a pre decision. I'm going to handle things differently. And I'm not going to be one this year that overindulges. Uh, maybe that's been my tradition, but this year I'm going to make changes now before I enter into the new year. And, uh, but think in terms of um, I'm going to really uh, practice self control versus overindulgence and i'll tell you what you're going to feel a lot better about yourself mm-hmm. i know, you know temptation temptation is great um you know we we make all these crazy wonderful treats and uh, during this time of year i get it um but uh self-control can strengthen us and uh, strengthen some muscles that you didn't realize you had <laughs>
0: we got some questions coming in. Here's a, a question that's come from a wife who's concerned for her husband. Go right ahead.
5: Yes, I'm calling from Michigan. I was calling um, this holiday season. We are, um, my husband has lost both his mommy and his dad, and I'm looking for some comforting ways to comfort him without over, over pushing it and making it worse than you know what he's
0: feeling. I just I don't know what to say. I don't know what to do mm. for him. Mm. Boy, we hear a lot of that. How, how does a person comfort a person going through loss? Maybe a recent loss. It's really fresh. In this case, both parents are gone, and she's concerned for her husband, Greg.
2: Yeah, and I think it's um, really okay. Maybe we're going for a walk, but we're gonna we're gonna do something together. Um, where we're, there's some movement, I, I, a walk usually works nice, even mm-hmm. if it's freezing cold, get <laughs> outside, go for a walk. Um, but um, it's okay. Ask, tell me what it is you're feeling. Tell, Talk to me about it. Um, what does it feel like to lose both parents? Tell me more. I, I really want to understand. So I, that's my Encouragement is to use that approach, dig for understanding. Let uh, maybe it's hard to put in words, but let your husband express what he can. And then just a reminder you know what? I'm I'm here for you. I love you dearly. I'm here for you. Um, Physical touch, hugs, Mm. holding hands, just those things that anchor in I am here for you. Uh, Acknowledging this must be really, really difficult.
0: You know, the fact that was that you're there, as, as they all say, when someone's going through a loss, just your presence, just being available, being, knowing that someone cares. Uh, yes, you, can't, you, yes. can't, you can't take away someone's loss. You can't take away someone's grief. Uh, grief is a process, and people need to experience it. In fact, sometimes, unfortunately, uh, we can try to shut people down who are grieving instead of allowing them to really experience it. But just being present, like you say, going on that walk, just making yourself available, asking those questions, loving that husband. He knows you're there. That's the key. And uh, loss is part of the process. We hate to see people we love to go through pain, but pain is a part part of life. Love to have you join in. 888-888-1717 is uh, the number. Let's go to Nora, who's on the line in Arizona. Nora, welcome to the show today. How are you?
5: Good, thank you.
0: What is it you're you're facing here at Christmas that you're concerned about?
5: I was divorced about seven years ago and my adult children disowned me and mm. poisoned my grandchildren against me, so it's hard at Christmas. But I still get choked up at times, but I grieved the loss and the beginning and looked for ways to move on and I invite neighbors and people with no family around over for Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner and my brother and sister are in another state and so I don't have any family around and then I'm a children's entertainer so I went to Children's um, Hospital and as Mrs. Claus and did a charity event for them to cheer up the children and things like that so that helps me to not focus on the problem, but focus on the solution and take my eyes off of the problem and not think about that and just move on because I've already grieved the loss and just look at ways to move on.
0: Can you really move on, though? I mean, it sounds like there's such a deep part of your life that it's constantly kind of running as uh, in the background of your mind and your heart.
5: Well, yeah, it's always a, a deep hurt there and... Sometimes it can pop up, but I focus on the solution instead of the problem, and that helps bring me out of it and keep me focused on Christ and others, and some of my neighbors aren't Christians, and so it's good to have them over, and we say prayer and things like that at dinner and say what we're thankful for to put the focus back on Christ and not on myself or my grief, but on others.
0: You know, the scripture talks about thinking not only of your own interest but also the interest of others, and during the Christmas season that's such an important thing. Of course, it's a giving time, but uh knowing that you can take some of the gifts that you have and invest it in the lives of other people who appreciate it and give you that kind of feedback is is a healthy thing. Um and
5: well, and it makes it makes me happy to make other people happy.
0: Sure. That's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, uh, I appreciate your call, Nora, and I know you probably somewhere continue to hold hope that maybe there'll be a breakthrough sometime with those kids.
5: Well, I pray for them every day that they'll come back to the Lord and and see that there is a way to connect.
0: Mm-hmm. Nora, I just want to this, ask, you remind know, us. Go, go ahead. God hears your
2: prayers. Stay faithful in that. Um, and because we'll want to believe in a day that you're going to be able to celebrate.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I think that yeah. raises that raises the question. I think from Nora's call is she gave us sort of an, an outline of what to do when you have those those losses that you just can't get past. I mean, sometimes, I mean the the kids, the grandkids, and, and it's there. You can't change it. You don't have control over it. It's kind of like that three foot rule that I teach we have control over about three feet and that's about it beyond the words that I speak and my actions I can't control other people uh, but learning to stay involved in the lives of others why is that so ac- critical psychologically relationally and spiritually uh, Greg for us to get outside of ourselves and invest in the lives of other people
2: we have to take a step beyond our own pain and that's hard. We can get self-absorbed. We feel it. The pain is real. Uh, the divorce is real. The loss is real. Um, but the step beyond that to really look at, okay, God, um, how do you want to use me despite what I'm going through <laughs> and and despite my emotions? Because uh, these times of years or time of the year, we can be re-triggered and we feel, oh, maybe we feel lonely. Maybe we feel... Uh, emotional, uh, just aloneness. So, that is so important that we continue to go, okay, I'm going to go ahead of the emotions I feel to what God's at work. How does he want me to be of service to others?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I think practically we, we find this, don't, don't we find this in our marriages and our families when we get kind of moody or caught up in our own stuff that when we turn that off and start serving our family, our spouse, our kids, our neighbors, mm-hmm. uh, we feel better. We feel better about it. Yes. I mean, there's, a, I guess, I don't know, psychological, a little more sense of control or um, changing our mind. And of course, the Bible tells us to take captive every thought out of obedience. And when we to Christ, when we do that, it changes then how we choose to respond to other people in the process. All right, uh, we got to wrap it up here uh, today. But uh, Greg, if you can stick with me, I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to stay right here for the next uh, 30 minutes and just talk to some folks who'll, who want to talk to us. Maybe one thing you've learned about going through the holiday season with loss or hurt. What is it that God has taught you? What's one thing that's helped you that you would share with others? Or if you have a question for us, we'd love to have you call. The phone line is reopened now at 888 1717 H 1717 We'd love to talk to you. Uh, we'll record those and then we'll uh, air them later in the week. I think this Friday uh, you'll hear them on Intentional Living. I'm Dr. Randy along with uh, Greg Jantz from our Intentional Living Center. As we're focusing on uh, wrapping up 2023, I just want to say a thank you to each of you who have been so faithful in praying for and supporting the ministry of Intentional Living. We have one goal, and that's to help people experience God's very best for their life. First, in giving their lives to Christ. So there's an evangelistic component, obviously. And then, every day, making decisions on how we choose to live. It's a decision. And Intentional Living is helping you make those decisions to honor God and benefit those that you love, including yourself. And so your financial support helping us here at this year-end is a vital part of helping us continue on into 2024 if you'd like to know more about the ministry just go to the intentionallife.com click on that donate icon there's lots of information on our website or you can call during west coast business hours 888-888-1717 and press number two uh, for Stephen, greg and for our facebook friends who've been joining us today as well i understand thank you for being a part of the show thank you gino Uh, for making sure that happened. Uh, We'll be back uh, with more tomorrow, and then I'll be back with Dr. Jantz on Friday. I hope you'll join us then. In the meantime, remember, be intentional. Have a great day.